Hello and welcome to No Helmet Required, the original Cedar Cove podcast, in which I, Auntie Karen, and my two friends, Auntie Sarah and Uncle Brian, provide a play-by-play of each and every episode of the original Hallmark dramatic series, Cedar Cove. Auntie Sarah, Uncle Brian, would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah. I'm Auntie Sarah, and I like homemade mayonnaise. I'm Uncle Brian, and I like hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Auntie Karen, and um, I like sauerkraut. Mm. Mm. That does sound good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you make your own mayonnaise. That's amazing. My grandmother taught me. It's really easy. Wow. You have to stir a lot, right? Like whisk. You gotta whisk the crap out of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wow. you know how grandmothers are. She also makes her own. Um, she makes her own uh, uh, cake icing out of um, uh, meringued egg whites. Oh boy! By hand. Wow. Yeah. That's so, incredible. Old school. Old school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This week, Uncle Brian will walk you through. Uh, his synopsis of season two, episode four, Old Wounds. Yay! Yes! Yay. Uncle Brian, take yeah. it away. Okay, so like Auntie Karen said, this episode is called Old Wounds um, because each of our three storylines centers around an old wound, some damage in the past that still causes pain Yikes. in the present. Yes. Holy moly. So let's start with our C story in which the old wound is Grace's divorce from Dan, her oh. ex-husband Dan. Yes. The divorce that, as we established last episode, took place about six months ago. So not that old. Pretty fresh. An old wound. Yeah. Right? Not that old, yeah. No. Um, so we open on Grace's house. Olivia pulls up in her Prius, steps out, and heaves a pensive sigh. Inside the house, Grace is putting color-coded post-its on everything to designate where it will go when she sells the house. Some things to keep... Some things to give to the girls, and the rest for a big garage sale. She's really good at moving. That, I, I saw this. Yeah. I accidentally kept watching the last episode. Uh-huh. And I was impressed by this. Were you? Um, packing and moving With the whole um, post-it system. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to know what she actually is going to give to Mary Ellen and what she's going to give to Kelly. <laughs> There's still no word on Kelly, so but she said some of these are for the girls. So, but I don't the know. The girls Mary collectively. Yeah, like the girls they collectively. Had, they didn't have yeah. two different color post-its. Kelly yeah. just gets old blankets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's this old blanket. I know that goes to Kelly. That. that goes to Kelly. Yeah. I know who could appreciate this, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these old pillows that no one's used in God knows how long, Kelly. <laughs> oh, look at this busted up saucepan. Yeah, it's all dented and warped. I know who want that. Kelly can Kelly. use that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but this, but unfortunately, Grace is getting ahead of herself because Olivia breaks the news to Grace. That the buyers for the house have pulled out because, quote, you don't own the house free and clear. Oh, my God. Apparently, Dan, Grace's husband, took out a sec- ex-husband, took out a second mortgage and then never paid it off. What? And Who now does that? Dan. Dan, you son yeah. of a thing. I know. Oh, my now God. Now it's her legal responsibility. Unbelievable. And she is incredulous. How has she not known about this for ah. the past six months? Oh. Well, I don't know how she's not known about oh. the last six months. Was she not paying any more? Yeah, <laughs> was right. she not paying the second mortgage was for the she, last six months? Was she not answering her phone or like her mail or? Yeah, why weren't the they noticing? Yeah, yeah, why, why weren't they were breathing? Yeah, why didn't now? they have to? Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't know. 
That, uh, good question. That's a good question. Well, Olivia offers to figure it out with Grace's divorce lawyer, only to discover that Grace represented herself in the no. divorce. And Olivia says, if you told me that, I would have stopped you. Well, well I'm sure. so glad that she's so judgmental about all this now. Well, and also, how is it that... Okay, so Olivia's a judge, yes. a lawyer. Yeah. How is it that her best friend is going through a divorce, mm -hmm. and Olivia never said, like, who's your divorce lawyer, or can I recommend a divorce lawyer, yeah. or what is going on? How is it that Olivia had no idea that Grace didn't even have a lawyer? Because like, she's being herself. This doesn't surprise me at all. That she had no idea? I don't know. This doesn't seem credible, right? No, well, she hadn't met Jack yet, right? So we can't blame it on can't, no. can't blame it on Jack. Jack. Who knows what was happening? Um, I, I mean, A, yeah, you're right. She's self-absorbed. But also she's nosy. Well, that's true. And likes to tell people what to do. She does love to stick her nose into anything legal. Yeah. She's all over legal oh, stuff, right? Oh, it's legal? Right? Let me give my advice. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't buy this yeah, it was for weird. a minute. I agree. Um, okay, so cut to the library. Grace is leaving another message for Dan, but he's not returning her calls. Duh. Yeah. Allison, the teen library helper, is there. We haven't seen her in a while. She Aww. appeared just long Aww. enough to... Allison Weston of the yeah. Weston Divorce. Of the Weston Divorce. Oh my yeah. She's still working at the library. Good for Good her. For her. Um, Olivia arrives, and Grace is complaining. She's very grumpy that she's been checking in DVDs all day. Um, and she says, I'm not a library. I'm Netflix. Whoa. Because um, apparently that's what gets checked out a lot from what? the Cedar Cove Library. DVDs. Is DVDs. So yeah. she's been doing that all day. Libraries. We used to do the same thing when I was a kid. I mean, there's lots of things one can get at the library, right? Audiobooks. Yeah. CDs. Yeah. Yeah. DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. So Olivia says Grace seems like she's giving up on the whole Dan thing. Grace says that's how Dan made her feel, and Olivia isn't having it. She says they have to drive over to Dan's town and confront him right now. Dan's town. It sounds like a. It sounds like a. Like an. Like a. It sounds like an emo band from the early aughts. Dan's town. Dan's town. <laughs> <laughs> they all have limp bangs. Yeah, they all have really <laughs> limp bangs. <laughs> Do you remember the name of Dance Town? Is like Cooperton or something? Yeah, I yeah. think it is Cooperton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna. They're gonna go. To Grace is gonna Cooperton. close up shop in the middle of the day. Oh no, she's gonna she's leave, gonna leave Alice, it to Al leave That's Alice. why Allison had to be there. In this Allison scene. has to be. Allison, there. you're in charge, teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Of a public institution. Sure, go for it. I mean, she burned down the. Pergola, <laughs> the gazebo. Right, the gazebo. <laughs> nah. But she learned her lesson. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, responsible now, and yeah. she's good at websites. And she's really she good. At is websites. good at websites. Oh, we should have. Yeah. I miss her. Let's invite her over. Okay. She seems like a good kid. Cousin Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Cousin Allison, call us. The actress playing Allison, tweet us. Mm -hmm. Say hi. Um, okay. Olivia and Grace pull up at Dan's new McMansion. Um, and Grace is shocked and impressed by its stateliness. Oh my god. Dan is living large. He clearly took her for everything. Oh my god. It's almost as if representing yourself in a divorce is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's the lesson? I think it is. Almost, oh right? Poor Grace. Poor Grace. She wonders, how can Dan afford this? And she explains to Olivia that he got the pension and she got the house. 
That's how they split the assets. Are you kidding me? No. That's how they did it. At the door, Olivia... What? Yeah. <sighs> she did... Again, she wasn't good at this. At the door, Olivia tells her to let her do the talking. To let Olivia do the talking. An attractive, somewhat younger woman opens the door. After Grace mentions Dan, the woman says, Oh, Danny and I live together. Danny and I have been together for ages. Mm-hmm. Oh, Danny. Danny boy! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, he's such a he's such a weasel. Yeah. What a turd. What? Yeah, and he's been with Katie for, for ages. ages. Gross. Gross. I mean, yeah. I, there's a reason why this kind of thing is a cliche. Turns <laughs> out. And, yeah, it's because... People like Danny do this. God. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so inside Danny Manor, um, <laughs> there's a grand piano, um, and Grace remarks that the house is lovely. And Cliché asks Grace and Olivia how they know Danny, and they identify themselves as old friends, and then they all sit around and wait awkwardly. Oh my god. Yeah. Is, do you think, isn't it weird that Katie would have no idea what the ex-wife looks like? What the like? ex-wife looks like. She's never seen a picture of Dan's ex-wife. Yeah, that's yeah. Would recognize her and go, oh, you, oh, right, you're Grace. I recognize you from... Even if you tried to hide those kinds of things from her, wouldn't anyone be curious enough to look them up? Yeah. You know? Oh, like you ha- Or is he trying to pretend like he doesn't have an ex-wife? Uh-huh. I mean... Wouldn't you, before you invite married? these people into your house, like, you, even like, if you figure, even if you pegged them for old friends, wouldn't you say, how do you know Danny? Or what's your name? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> it is weird. I'm Grace Sherman, no relation to your um, <laughs> husband's ex, your boyfriend's ex. I'm weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, so they sit around and it's very awkward. A bit later, Danny arrives home and he is so sleazy looking. Ew. He is super sleazy. Describe him. He's not as tall as I expected. Oh. No. Because we for a basketball player. basketball player. Oh, yeah. He is not a redhead. Nope. Weird. Which sort of doesn't make Mary Ellen explicable, right? Mm-hmm. Her red hair. Her, that could come out of a bottle. It, yeah, could. it could. It could. Okay. She could be a blonde. Yeah. Who actually ties, dyes her hair red. Mm-hmm. How would you describe him? He's got blondish brown hair, mm-hmm. really sort of shifty eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um... Little stocky. Little just bit stocky. Little. Has a slight uh, hunkered posture. Yeah. Um, From all that money hoarding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Weird. Yeah. All right. Broad shouldered. Yeah. Hmm. Not not attractive. Not attractive. Um, never, he's never done <laughs> Brian. <dishes. laughs> no. Weird. Olivia no. says, hi, Dan. To which Grace adds, knee. I like that. So then, cut to uh, Cliché and Olivia sitting awkwardly while Grace and Dan yell at each other indistinctly in another room. Whoa. Then Grace storms out, and Olivia follows her. She tells Olivia that she's stuck. Olivia says she's a lawyer and that there are things she can do. Grace says, just take her home. And this is what learned helplessness looks like. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Because Grace is not willing to fight. She's helpless. Yeah. So now Grace and Olivia are walking along the shoreline back in Cedar Cove. Olivia urges her to take Dan to court for contempt of the divorce. Yeah. And she wants to litigate. Quote, he lied. He cheated. I can get Dan. She can get him. She can get him. 
But Grace, however, wants to drop the wants to drop the whole thing. Why? And she wants to be left alone, and she walks away. She's in a shame spiral. She She's is. In, yeah, that's exactly where she is. Man. I mean, I can understand why she feels stupid. Yeah. And guilty. Mm -hmm. Well. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, yeah, she made a mistake, oh. but that's okay. Okay. Mistakes happen. They do. So later, Cowboy Cliff is with Grace at the library. Hmm. And she accuses him, quite unfairly, I think, of taking Olivia's side in this matter. And he says he's only taking her side, but that he's confused. Why are you so scared, he asks. And then he gives her a pep talk. You're tough. You're independent. Well, he's trying. He's trying. Yeah. 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 So now we see Grace meeting Olivia outside the courthouse. She tells Olivia that she's ready to fight. Oh my god. Yeah, it's time to go back to court. It's good to know that it only takes half of an episode for... Things to turn around And for one her. conversation with Cowboy Cliff. You know, he's her strength. He's, mm -hmm. he's a very good influence on her. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Olivia is proud of her. And Grace is proud of herself. Olivia promises mm -hmm. to make sure Dan does right by her. Which raises the question. Will Olivia be representing Grace this time? And will she be the presiding judge in the case? <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> it would certainly make things easier. These are the questions to ponder. Because we've reached the end of the sea story. Oh, that was the sea story. I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll see what see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. We but, finally met Dan Sherman. We Weird. did. He'd been a thing for a while. Yeah, and he's not what I pictured at all. He doesn't no. sound like he's like anything that we imagined. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really hard in that situation to make him charming because he's already way past charming at that oh, point. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, but, but I would have liked to have tried. I would have liked to have seen him try to be charming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. So that was it. That's the C story. Yeah. B story. Yay. The old wound in our B story. No. <laughs> is the head injury that Eric suffered as a baby <laughs> that caused him to be both googly eyed and insufferably dumb. <laughs> Or at least uh, I think we have to conjecture that there is such a wound that there exists. There has to be, yeah, because he's horrible. Yeah. Well, and Jack was drunk all the time, yeah. so he could have yeah. stumbled about yes. and dropped him. <laughs> Slammed that more, head into a more evidence for what a terrible father he was. Yeah, terrible true. father, strange, monstrous son. Yeah, yeah. Drunken baby. So that's our old wound. But it's, <laughs> it's reopening. Um, oh, God. This... <laughs> This story begins as Jack Paw mm -hmm. returns home and interrupts Eric and Shelley having conversation. He asks how their dinner was. Remember last the night before they went out for their yeah. horribly awkward dinner where oh she broke God. up with him and decided to move to Seattle. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. So Jack asks um, how their dinner was, and they lie unconvincingly. Um, and then well, Shelley leaves, and Jack Paw tells Eric he's afraid to ask, and Eric says. Shelly and I broke up. Showing more awareness than Seth, too, did last episode, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. He was clear that they broke up. And Jack says, it was a really bad dinner. And yeah. Eric said, we have nothing in common. And Jack says, except a baby. Well, well, yeah, that's why she should... That's why this was always a bad idea. Yes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Jackpaw wonders why Eric can't join her in Seattle, and Eric explains that she wants some time alone. 
and Jackpot says that Eric should give her time and space. Eric unhelpfully notes that Seattle is a lot of space. Oh my god. Of course, what they all mean is distance, not space. <laughs> but, um, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. N- nice correction. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle is a lot of space. Oh my god. They have a needle there named after it. <laughs> <laughs> Draw some space down from space in the needle. <laughs> oh, he's terrible. Okay. At Moons, we see Warren ogling a young woman who is yeah. sitting alone at a table. I think he does that like half the day. Right. <laughs> right he just wanders into establishments, just leers at, at women. women. Yeah. Oh, he's so gross. Oh. Ugh. Eric, who is B. Cardiganed, um, mm-hmm. as he is all the time now, he is her waiter this young woman, and he tries to upsell her a slice of apple pie, and she's a little resistant, but he has this whole spiel how it's made with locally grown apples. Okay. And when he finally convinces her to order the pie, he then convinces her to take it one step further and go a la mode um, with quote-unquote fresh ice cream. And at that point she was like, get out of my face! No! She eats it up, because he says, it's an excellent source of calcium, fresh ice cream. And she orders it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, he's successful. And she looks like not only is she uh, happy, but she's grateful. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That this googly eye guy got her some Alamode apple pie <laughs> with fresh ice cream. A calcium. Whatever that is. What exactly? <laughs> Something sounds wrong about that. Calcium enriched fresh yeah, ice cream. Yeah, calcium enriched fresh ice cream. Ugh. So Warren is watching this, and he is mistaking Uh-oh. Eric's sort of Wikipedia knowledge <laughs> for, like, sales skills. Oh, and no. he is super impressed by this. No! Yes. And he offers no! Eric his card. <laughs> Let me oh. help you ruin your life even more. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, that's sort of Warren's motto, yeah. right? Right, yeah. Let me help you help me make everyone much more angry than they already are. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. But Eric has to be on his way down to the dock to say goodbye to Shelley, so he leaves. Weird. He does so with surprising equanimity, I thought. So much so that it makes Shelley suspicious. And she asks him why he's not trying to convince her to stay. She's all like, why aren't you more upset? Why aren't you sad? Why aren't you crying? Why aren't you a crazy She very right clearly wants a scene yeah. at this moment, right? Well, I think she's confused because the, because before he was like, I mean, we have to like such an like, a-hole at the hospital. At the hospital, yeah, like, you ain't true. taking my baby. And then, <laughs> and then he's super upset when he was like, oh, you're breaking up with me. And she's like, no, no, no. So he, so she's used to him being yeah. crazy and, child, yeah. and, and when he's not crazy, but emotional. And so when he's doing this unemotional thing, she's wondering, is this a game? Does he have some sort of weird plan? Is it a trick? Is it a trick? Is he going to get into a box on the ferry? And yeah. He's going to crawl into him. a chest and, yeah. uh, and, and go stow away to the, <laughs> do you disable the engine on the water taxi? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I don't know why that would help. <laughs> well, then I Did guess she couldn't leave. all the wheels off of the stroller? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll stop them. The stroller's on cinder blocks now. No way it's going anywhere. <laughs> Therefore, the baby can't move either because the baby can't walk. 
They'll buy me some time so the baby learns how to walk. <laughs> oh, look at me. It's like the baby's only going to walk for at least another five years. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so maybe she doesn't want a scene. Maybe she's just confused. Um, but Eric says, no, no, I think you may be right about moving to Seattle. Um, that might be a good he's idea. come around. Yep. And so mm-hmm. then she cries a lot. He <laughs> says he'll come visit her all the time. And for some reason, she thinks that's a good idea. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, then... this is your getaway. Yeah. And then she leaves, I yeah. guess. I mean, we don't see her again on the boat, but... But we assume that she's on yeah, the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And can I, is this a good time to mention the little bonnet on Adelta Jordan? Please. Aww. So she is wearing the cutest little white crocheted bonnet. And I, I'm, I'm just wondering who made it for her. I don't know. Oh, yeah, um, maybe it's Lucas uh, on, on the cruise. She mailed it back from her singles cruise that well, she's never coming back from. Can you crochet, with, do you crochet with yarn? Excuse me if that's a... Uh, if that's a yes. ignorant question, because yes. remember Grace had that ball of yarn at the hospital oh, that Grace. we thought she was maybe going to eat, Grace. <laughs> but maybe instead she actually crocheted. Um, I could see Grace as a crocheter. Yeah, yeah, she might not be patient enough to be a knitter. Yeah, and and and, and crocheting is zippy. It's faster. Yeah. That would sound like Grace, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe maybe Grace. That was her um, peace offering. Yeah. Possible. Here's anyway, the it was really cute. The baby looked baby. really cute. <sighs> she was in this little white crochet bonnet with a little pink flower on it. Aww. It was adorable. Nice. Yeah, and when Shelly cried, I cried a little bit too. I mean, it's not sad that she's leaving Eric, but no. I was I was sad for her because that actress was really selling it, I thought. Aww. I thought she was a good actress. I thought she like really... I mean, that's a hard job to pretend to have a thing for Eric. God. Yeah. I mean, if one of... Yeah. If one of those actors had to leave the show, I think it's a shame it wasn't him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't he get on a ferry yeah, and go Yeah, and go away? to Seattle. And yeah. she just, and instead of like stupid father-son Dumb stuff. story, instead we get sort of like the difficulties of a single mother story. Yeah. I'd rather deal with that. And, and Jack yeah. Pa could help out yeah. with a single mom. I yeah. like that. Well, too bad we're not in charge. Yeah, we're not getting that. Um, okay. okay. So meanwhile, in Olivia's chambers, Jackpaw shows up to report that Eric and Shelley have broken up and that Eric is devastated. Mm-hmm. Olivia says that Seattle is, Seattle is probably the best thing for Shelley and reveals that Shelley had called her earlier for advice oh! about the whole thing. Oh! She just keeps meddling oh! and meddling and meddling in every way. Is Jackpaw pissed yet? No, he doesn't care. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. He's just like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, great. Yeah. What? Then Olivia says, I think she's doing the right thing. And I want to remind everyone uh-huh. that just two episodes uh... ago, and less than 90 minutes ago in actual viewing time, Olivia had said that she had a good feeling uh-huh. about Shelly and Eric. Uh-huh. So you'll excuse me if I find it hard to take her seriously uh-huh. in this moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, well, well. I think she's doing the right thing. What? <laughs> what? I know what? I thought they were going to make it two days ago. Mm-hmm. But I think she's doing the right thing now. Oh, my God. Oh, oh Olivia. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, Jackpaw says that he's sad that baby Adele, Deb Jordan, mm-hmm. has left because he finally decided what he wants to be called. What? Pop. Ah! It's simple. Just pop. 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 All right. Olivia assures him that they will be back soon, and that pop sounds very cool. 
Neither of which seems true to me. <laughs> she says, no matter what happens, you'll always be Adele Dead Jordan's pop. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But they're never coming back. No, they're not. We're never seeing them again. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Gross. So, Pop returns home to his home to a soundtrack of sad white guy music. No! <laughs> and what a coincidence, there's a sad white guy in his living room. No! White guy music. <laughs> uh, Eric reports that Shelly and the baby arrived in Seattle and shows Pop his meager lunch tips. He had like fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. like change. Um, and he says, "How am I supposed to live and pay child support on that?" I mean, he's not. Uh, Pop asks if he wants to go back to school, and he offers to let him live rent free and to cover his tuition and school expenses. Whoa! What? How Jack is going to get this money, I have no... I I, I wrote that down, too. Yeah. Like, is, does, Eric, does Jack secretly have a bunch of money somewhere? They because live on Fantasy Island. How would he pay for school and all his expenses? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Also, is it a good idea to send Eric to school? No. <laughs> Eric can't follow through with anything. That's not an investment. That's like throwing... You may as well just like put money in a toilet and then clog your toilet with money and then plunge that money and then throw it away in a trash can. <laughs> that's, that's what you may as well do. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what is the point? Can you imagine you look, I decided to take the history of jazz and the Muppets. And every and underwater basket weaving, but not the actual kind of underwater basket weaving, but the dumb kind where you snorkel. <laughs> Those are the classes that he's gonna take. Okay, it's not gonna lead to anything. It's, it's gonna suck. <laughs> I mean, this is this thing, right? Like the the only people who have money on this show are Olivia and Jack, and they have these great reserves of money that allow them to sort of try and shape other people's lives. Jeez. In certain yeah. ways, right? And nobody else has any resources. No. Well, except Warren Saget. And I guess Cowboy Cliff has some sort of resources. I don't know. Right? He's the one who makes the Comic Sans um, uh, signs oh, about, that's true. about horseback riding. We never figured out Cowboy Cliff's financial status. I guess we didn't, huh? Because it was it was Maybe kind of up in the air. It's like he has the ranch. Yeah. yeah. He owns property. He owns property. He has whatever left over from his dad, the singer. Bunch of bolo ties. Bunch of bolo ties. I mean, a bunch of stuff that Charlotte... Belt, belt buckles. Yeah, belt buckles. Um, Anything Charlotte didn't steal. Yeah. Right. But then he was trying to, like, give horseback riding lessons. He was. And in Comic was, Sans. In, in Comic Sans, he was doing flyers. But he hired a prisoner. But he hired a prisoner. Or an ex-con. An ex-con Lenny to Lenny help. Lenny to help around. And going to start an alpaca farm, if you guys remember. Oh my god! he was going to get alpaca That's right. and yeah. spin the fiber, but yep. we I don't, we Nothing haven't. happened with that. Yeah. So we don't know. Okay, so we don't know about him. But yeah, Warren is rich, mm-hmm. but Jack and Olivia also have resources. Alright. Let me send you to school so that you can do nothing. Well, Basically. to be fair, <laughs> that's what my parents said. <laughs> 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 You're no googly-eyed Eric. Because you, you I feel like that's that. true of a lot of parents uh, these days. Yeah, but they don't have the history. Cool. They don't have the history with Eric that Pop does. It's true. Yeah. Gosh. Well, so Pop makes him this offer. Eric is moved and he cries. 
But there's Aww. one condition, says Pop. What? And I thought, oh, this is going to be good, but then it wasn't. Oh, no. He wants Eric to, quote, start going easy on himself. Excuse me? He thinks Eric is being too hard on himself. Oh, my God. I have to go now. (laughs) I died. I'm dead. I don't exist anymore. I need to go eat ice cream. Never think about these people ever again. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then he tells him that he loves him. Well, at least. Thank God, finally. And then it looks like we've gotten our... Our father-son reconciliation. Aww, like, it's like a Cat nice. Stevens song. Right, like, right there. Because right right the cat moment. in the cradle and yep. the thing and the thing. And yeah. the bow and the bug and the dog and the cow. <laughs> so I don't know that song. Okay, so what did, you think, what did you think the condition would be? That he has to, like, focus or he has yeah. to get the like, yeah. yeah, I was expecting or... I yeah. mean, focus, I feel like, feels like a good one. Or mm-hmm. commit to something. Commit. Yeah. 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 Well, like, you need to, you need to, like, go to community college, and you gotta transfer, you gotta do, like, the in-state transfer to, like, you dog. Yeah. Like, if, if it were something like, you have to take a full load, yeah. and you have to pass all of your classes, yeah. and you have to be working towards a degree. And yeah. you need to that get a part-time job. You need to keep that part-time job at Moons. I feel like there yeah. are a lot of reasonable conditions that sure. Jack actually could have placed on But the this. one is go easy on yourself. <laughs> that kid never even finished spackling the wall in Olivia's office. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Olivia oh and Grace did that for him. That's uh, right. Oh, uh, go easy on yourself. He built a door on a birdhouse <laughs> to smother birds. Go easy on him. He's a Go easy man. on him, Auntie Sarah. Uh, He's uh, hard enough on himself. Oh my god. All right, All right, so he's going back to school. Okay. Good for him. But is he? Oh, so fast. Oh, no! Because we cut to Warren wooing Eric at Moons. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we cut to Warren wooing Eric at Moons. Before we say anything more, I just want to note that Warren, what he's wearing in this scene. <laughs> oh, I think I wrote it down, too. Good. He's wearing a light gray suit. Uh-huh. A mint green striped shirt. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. A purple paisley tie. Oh. And, and royal blue, blue socks. socks. I wrote down the socks. I was like, what? <laughs> That's what put doing? it over the is top turning, for me. Is he turning into like a 1960s Disney villain? Like from like Babes in Toyland or some other oh. thing? Because his wardrobe's getting wackier and wackier. It is wackier. Yeah. And especially in these two episodes. Yeah, like Andy he's Land gone Land. off the deep end. Yeah, he it's 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 like a it's a little Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I know, I as soon as I saw those socks, the socks. I was like Blue socks? Yeah. Whoa. With a gray suit, a mint green shirt, and a... Yeah. It's just like... purple tie. It's too much. It's too much. It's like, I am rich and better than all of you. Uh Uh-huh. Like, fuck off. (laughs) Anything. I can wear anything. Uh Uh-huh. And it's still better than all of you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, these these are cashmere $50 socks. So it doesn't matter whether they go with my suit. He sort of... I don't know. Did he sort of pull it off? I sort of feel like he was pulling it off. Well, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah I think he was pulling it off. But also, about his attitude, he can pull anything. It's, off. Yeah, it's, it's attitude. the attitude. Yeah, he yeah. thinks he's you yeah. know yeah. too too cool for school. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care what people think about his outfit. Mm-mm. No. In well, fact, so, if they hate it, it's a good sign because they have no taste. Yeah. Yes. All right. Anyway, sorry. Continue. So, no. Yeah. yeah. So Warren praises Eric's salesmanship and gets Eric to admit that he actually tricked that woman into getting the pie. Oh my 
by carrying it up to her table. Like he carried it up and said, "This is for somebody else, but doesn't it look good?" Um, and but then that was part of Eric's plan to wow, actually Eric. upsell. Yeah, so he's smarter than we thought. Well, um, he's or a, something. He's slimy. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So Warren asks what he wants from life. Eric says he wants a lot of money. Ah, oh, snooze. Um, and then the pitch. Warren says, how would you like to be an associate at Saget Development? You've got to be kidding me. Amazing. No, that's no, what Warren it, says. It's and, for real. And Eric laughs. And so did I. Because <laughs> of course. What else are you... This must be a joke. But Warren is not kidding. This must be a joke. He says... I have no sense of humor. Yeah. This is not a joke. <laughs> I don't kid. I have no sense of humor. It's true. <laughs> and so begins the battle for Eric's soul. Oh my god. Yeah. It's just not clear why anyone wants no, it. Because it's horrible. Right? Who wants to fight over his soul? But it's, they're it gonna. belongs in the compost heap yeah. of souls. So then there's a quick little scene that has no major relevance to the plot, but I have to mention it because it explains something we discussed in our last recap. Back at Moon's, Moon mentions to Eric that a new cell tower has been built in Cedar Cove so that you no longer have to go to the pier to make a call. Uh And now we have confirmation of Auntie Karen's speculation from last episode that there is now cell service in Cedar Cove after you noticed Mm -hmm. Olivia checking her email Mm -hmm. on her phone. Nice. So that takes care of that. All right. They fixed that for us. They're living living in the new millennium. They have joined, yes, our century. Cool. Yes, our dumb century. Our dumb Um, century. Now we're at the newspaper office, and Pop is appalled that Warren has offered Eric a job. I thought we had a plan, he says, referring to the whole back-to-school thing. But Eric says he could make some hot cash right away. Pop counters that it's about investing in his future. Pop then says that Warren is a crook. Eric asks if he's been to jail, and Pop says, well, kind no. Of, yes. No. No? Then Eric asks what Warren has done, to which Pop replies, I don't know. <laughs> Which doesn't seem like the most useful answer, but I guess mm-hmm. it's true. Like, everyone knows he's a crook, but no one quite knows... How? Why? Why, how, what yeah. he's done. Yeah. Apparently, however, that answer is good enough for Eric, because now he goes back and turns down Warren's offer. Oh. Ah, but wait for it. <laughs> Warren guesses that it's because Eric talked to his dad and asks him, What does your father have against success? <laughs> and the answer... <laughs> If you've been watching the show, of course, is everything. (laughs) That is just, I love that line. It's just the classic capitalist, you know, like, I'm successful, you don't like me because I'm successful, what do you have against success, you know, yeah. Anyway. And Jack does have everything against success. But anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Eric says he's going to study business at college. No, he's not. Well, yeah. And Warren says it's better to learn that in the real world. <clears throat> then he offers a defense of his reputation by noting that in the real world, you make a lot of enemies and that making a lot of money can make you very unpopular. He says that, yeah, he lowballs people and, yeah, he cuts down trees. But, quote, the truth is I've been found totally innocent. Note, that is not the truth. Yeah. Yeah. No. He has not been found totally innocent. Because no. that's not actually a thing. Yeah. yeah. Courts don't find you totally innocent. No. Yeah. They just find you guilty or not. Or they yeah. just drop the charges when you agree to wear a wire. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> to be a rat. Ugh. Yeah. Then he tells Eric that a lot of people would kill for this job opportunity. Would they? And although we don't see Eric's answer, all I see in his eyes is, who do you want me to kill, boss? 
Does he have like Scrooge McDuck dollar signs? His and that's the end oh, of the beast story. He yeah, does. he has Scrooge McDuck dollar signs. Oh my so, god! I would just like to say, I okay. Warren's character aside, yes. I love Warren more and more I every think, day. I think good. he's right about business. I mean, the people who I, you know, acquaintances yeah. and yeah. friends of friends and family, people who have quote made it in business most of them do not have business degrees mm-hmm. like they studied yes, something else I think that's true right? where they got in on the ground floor and worked yep. their way up and I do think that if if he has a chance to get in with a real business and work from the ground yep. up now and make real money now versus puttering around a community college on Jack's dime yeah I, I do think this is it's true. Since, if he wants Warren's to do business, aside, yeah. Warren's character, you know, yeah, working for Warren maybe probably isn't the smartest thing in the world, but, uh, <laughs> but just like just this basic decision of do yeah. I get in on the ground now or do I go take classes? I, I think for Eric, for who he is yeah. and where he is in his life, yeah. I think it's the right decision. No, I totally agree. As soon yeah. as he said that he wants to do business, I was like, oh well, then, well, then why d- the back to school plan? If you want to do business, why yeah. go to college? Yeah. I mean, because what do you what kind of business classes do you take at community college? Yeah, I mean, marketing and finance yeah, and accounting. You but stuff, you can, I mean, but you can also learn that. Yeah. I mean, I if this know. guy's ready to make you a junior associate and, like, teach you all his ways, like... And those ways are slimy, but they're effective. Yeah. And well, I'm not sure Eric can does he do even tell the difference. I was just going to say, does he even know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't or know. care. Yeah. Yeah. Might not care. Yeah. So, here we go. Right. That right. story's launched. Cool. All right. Awesome. Oh, one last thing. Please. Warren's hair is terrible. <laughs> he has a really bad haircut right now. It's super scraggly it in the is. back. Weird. It's like it's gotten too long. It's too long in the back, but then it's like it's like I don't understand what's going on. It's not short enough, or not long enough, or Ooh. the product is weirdly placed. Yeah, it's it's not a good haircut. Someone that successful who cares that much about how he looks and who puts all that time into his weird time into power his clashing. Power, yeah, power clashing. <laughs> <laughs> I oh think that's God. from 30 Rock, actually. Power uh, clashing. Yeah. yeah, I love it. <laughs> so successful, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, he, yeah. Sh- he should have a better haircut. He I'm should. Just, you know. Unless that's their way of signaling to us that he's sort of struggling, that something is not oh, right in the like Saget Empire. Yeah, that su- we shouldn't... Not as successful as he's yeah. pretending to be. Huh. But maybe that's reading. That's too giving too much. much credit, yeah. To I think the, so. Yeah. All right. All right. Which brings us to the A story. A story. Yay! I realize that it may be somewhat controversial to have promoted Justine to an A story. I know. After, I was wondering the same thing. After so many episodes of her treading water in the C story. Yeah. Has she ever had an A story no. with us? I don't think, I don't think so. so. I don't think so either. But you're right. It, this really I, needs I think to it's be, pretty clear is, that this is the main plot of this episode, this is right? The main, yeah, I agree. So congratulations, Justine. Welcome to the top. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Thanks, guys! <laughs> so the A story opens with Justine looking mopey on the dock outside the local fish and chips shack. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Justine, get a grip. I, lo- I felt good to write that sentence. Um, Moon confronts her and guesses that she's thinking about Human block of cheese, Ugh. Seth too, Ugh. who, as you may recall, left last episode to pursue his fish dreams. 
off the he, coast. He's going to be captain <laughs> of his own boat. <laughs> I do not want to be married. I do not want to have a restaurant. I do not want to work at a restaurant. I do not want you to live with me anymore. <laughs> I do not want <laughs> to live alone either. But I'll still pine after you after I basically kick you out of my life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Justine says that she thought the distance thing would get easier. It's possible, though, that she hasn't really given it enough time, considering that he only left last seconds. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. It's been a day. It's, no, it's been a, literally one it's day. one night. Because the disastrous date night was yeah. the night before. Dumb. I thought this distance thing would get easier <laughs> a day later. But I've only had, like, 14 hours. He could be 150 miles away by now. <laughs> I've had, like, eight cups of cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Poor Justine. Uh, yeah, Moon asks, "Are you worried he won't come back?" And Justine replies that, "I'm, I'm worried he'll forget about me." Oh my God! But Justine, you're so unforgettable. I mean, I guess we're. That's but also, are. are we supposed to? I guess we're supposed to forget that she broke up with him last episode. So but she's worried he'll forget about her. This is Justine at her most absurd. Yeah. What is she wearing a jacket? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Auntie Karen. Yeah, she is. Um, I, I have a note on her. Okay. Uh, my question is, did Justine borrow that pale blue Chanel style jacket <laughs> from Charlotte's closet? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, that rough edge. You know the Chanel yeah, style is sure. like it's collarless, yeah. but it's like it's like that rough hem. Yeah. Pale blue. Ah. Totally stole it from Charlotte. Totally stole it from well, Charlotte. Charlotte's never coming back. No, she's, she's been, not. You know, so her stuff is fair game. Time, time to raid her closet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. jackets are all the thing now. Justine could actually live at her place. Yeah, why not? Yeah. We've never even seen her house. She's no, an active, maybe that's why. She should be an active <laughs> she adult. She should be an active, yeah, adult. Okay, so um, to comfort her, Moon tells a long story about a long-distance <laughs> relationship that he was once in when he was in Argentina after the Peace Corps. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Because so much of that is just, of course, right? Um, and he fell in love with Camilla. Excuse me? Camilla. Like a small bed? Like Camilla. Oh. But with the AA. Oh, my God. Um, how interesting. Yeah. He fell in love with Camilla, and they had a long-distance romance until she left him for <gasps> Diego. Oh. And Moon then realizes somewhat belatedly that this is not a very good story to tell you, Justine, if you're worried about long-distance relationships. And we as viewers, I think, are supposed to maybe feel sympathy for Justine as she potentially inhabits the position of Moon Mm -hmm. in this earlier sort of American-Argentinian love triangle. Uh (laughs) As she fears Seth, too, will follow the unfaithful path of Camilla. But what if, dear aunties... It is Justine who is the Camilla in this retelling. Oh, I was gonna say, but what if what if Seth too finds himself a Diego? Oh, that'd be even better. (laughs) (laughs) No, but no, but yeah, but Justine is the Camilla. Yeah, she's about to go all Camilla on this. Seth too has floated away on his boat. On his boat, and she's gonna meet it. Diego. Diego. Yeah. Oh, man. So I thought this was interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's okay. a parallel. Yeah, but not 
quite the one that, yeah, Moon wanted. <laughs> Cut to the Pacific Northwest Naval Base, which is not a real place. Um, and Justine is having lunch with Cecilia, who, as you may recall, she reconnected with at the thrift shop in the last episode. Cecilia tells Justine that the thrift shop remains desperate for volunteers, and Justine says, of course, that she will volunteer, starting on Saturday. I would like to note that, as Auntie Sarah and I suspected, Cecilia is now played by a different actress. Oh, yeah, and in season one, actress. I checked. All right. Oh. So two sets, and two, two Cecilias. Cecilias. Yeah. Right. Why does this kind of thing keep happening in Justine's plots? <laughs> oh. But Ian is the same. Ian is the same, okay. yes. I just don't think it's a good sign if you're in a plot where right, actors are regularly recast. <laughs> Maybe Sarah Smythe could tell us more about that experience on Twitter. Tweet us, Sarah. We love you, girl. <laughs> Anywho, back at the naval base, new Cecilia's husband, old Ian, runs into the girls at lunch, and he has Luke with him. Oh, no. Luke is unshaven and shifty-eyed, which no! means he's exactly Justine's type. <laughs> They wouldn't, the writers wouldn't even let her be romantically unattached for one whole episode. That is so ridiculous. One episode. Mm-hmm. It's cruel. Um, incidentally, Luke is played by an actor that I most recently saw acting both sullen and petulant in the company of Candace Cameron Bure <gasps> oh, at a ski lodge. In the ski lodge movie! Yes, in a Hallmark Christmas movie. What What was the name of that movie? <sighs> it, Candace Cameron, oh, and Alan Thicke was in yeah, that. Yeah, 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 he was her father. Alan yeah. Thicke was uh, yeah. Candace Cameron's dad. Whoa. It had one of the, I feel like it had one of those titles that like, had nothing to do with Christmas the content. Christmas in the snow. That may even feel like too relevant. Snow yeah. Christmas. The, uh, Christmas. Christmas Lodge. <laughs> yeah, t- 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, it was the 12 Days. Was it 12? Because they did the 12, oh, days, the 12 days at of, the end. Yeah. And there was the mom who was also the mom in, um, who was the grandma in the Aurora Tea Garden. Yep. Yep. Who turned out to be the fake, oh, sorry, spoiler. Yeah, no. The <laughs> fake grandma. Yes. Because the real grandma got murdered. Yeah. What? It's yeah. a lot of good, yeah, Luke... So I many good love his performance. In that movie. Yeah, in that movie. But that you can catch him on Christmas. Yeah. Uh-huh. So new Cecilia and old Ian fill Justine and us in on Luke. He is now officially retired from the service in which he was an elite Navy SEAL. Oh rely. Justine acts impressed, and Luke thanks her for being impressed. Oh my god. And there is something that passes for chemistry between oh, them. Oh wow. So I I'm curious about how he is retired because <laughs> You, so the word retired means something very specific uh-huh. in the armed services, as opposed to like, well, I signed up for four years and I did my four years. Uh, or discharged, or, right? Or discharged or for whatever. I finished my service. Yeah, but, that, yeah. but you're not retired if you do if you sign up for a certain number of years. And then oh, yeah. That's not retiring. That's just Because he's also like mid-20s, he's clearly. Young. Yeah. He's young. And like, if so there's no the U.S. Way... Army gave retirement to every mid-20s soldier. Yeah, if it, he's not. Like, that couldn't happen. He's not retired in the sense that he, that he did 20 years. He didn't ago. serve 20 years. Um, the only thing I can think of is that uh, you could retire early and get an actual retirement if you're disabled. Hmm. So it uh, could be that he's disabled and therefore, just don't know how and therefore retired. So that's a possibility. That could okay. be a clue. Oh, that's good. It okay. Could be a clue. Yeah. So, well, after Luke leaves, uh, New Cecilia explains that Luke is staying on their couch. 
Um, and Justine suggests that he's shy, and New Cecilia says, no, he's not shy. He's, quote, seen too much, if you know what I mean. So he's got PTSD. Uh, yeah. Hey, that's the old wound in our A story. Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> you nailed it, You called it a couple episodes ago. All right. All yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Dang, how did I call that? So That's Justine crazy. presents, yeah. pretends that she actually knows what Cecilia means when she says that. She's like, oh yeah, sure, I totally oh, get you. I know what it's like to see too much. Wink, wink. <laughs> I've seen so much I fish. saw my restaurant burn down. <laughs> <laughs> it exploded. It's not a box. It was terrible. It wasn't even my restaurant. <laughs> and it was very traumatic. Yes. I so I got with night sweats. <laughs> And she worries that she made Luke uncomfortable. Oh, um, man. Maybe with her jacket. Maybe with her old lady jacket. <laughs> but at any rate, it's clear from this convo that Justine is already, already hooked on Luke. Intrigued God. by Luke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Justine, take a break. I know. What happened to Taos? What happened to Santa Fe? She's not going to go. What She's happened to yoga, meditation, growing your own herbs, and getting to know yourself? I know. Oh. I was looking forward to all of this. Nope. Jeez. None of it. None of it. None of it. <laughs> a bit later, Justine is at the captain's galley, and she asks handsome bartender Tom for the check. Oh. Nope. Tom is still the only person of color who has appeared on Cedar <laughs> Cone this season. Yeah. Um, but lo and behold, who is there at the bar? Luke. Yes, Luke, drinking away his pain. No! Yes, Justine Ugh. awkwardly reintroduces herself. Hello. <laughs> and even though he's not all there, he vaguely remembers her. Then some bro-y douchebag identifies himself as a Marine and announces to the bar that Luke is quote-unquote a real American hero who saved a whole platoon and who won a Navy Cross. Which is, I was surprised to discover on Google, a real thing. <laughs> and not an invention of the uncreative writers. Like, that just sounded... Navy cross? Writery to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a real thing. <sighs> the douchey marine buys Luke two shots of tequila, and he drinks them stoically without much enjoyment. So, he's turning into, like, a Mr. Rochester type? I hope not. Ew. Ew, indeed. But Rochester was charming. Yeah, that's um, true. Sometime and multiple shots later, Luke is drunk and loud at the bar. Ugh. Handsome Tom asks him to quiet down, but Luke belligerently insists that he can do what he wants because he's a hero. Oh, wow, this guy's a keeper. What though. a hunk. Yeah, he sounds great. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, my God, he's so dreamy, so difficult and embarrassing and popular. I can be as loud as I want because I'm a hero. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God, he sounds horrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ian and Cecilia arrive. I think Justine called them, but mm -hmm. I'm not clear. Justine seems momentarily disgusted by Luke's drunkenness, but old Ian explains that it's not his fault. Quote, alcohol numbs the pain. Oh my God, please. And Justine buys it and she's like, oh, okay. Oh, sure. He's in, yeah. he's in pain. Oh my God. Okay. Justine, uh, snap out of it. You're 45. Yeah. <laughs> You're too old for this shit. Come As, on. God! As Luke slips in and out of coherence, he mumbles, I'm sorry, Caroline. Who's Caroline? Ah, there's Wait, a mystery. A clue? It's a clue. Yeah, it's a clue. Ian and Cecilia tell Justine that they can't take him back to the base like that. No, he's too sloppy. But where can he go? Oh, he can go with me, no yeah, problem. I think we all know the answer to that question. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, wait a second. Why he's can't retired. they take him to the base like that? Because... 
Ian and Cecilia, if he's sleeping on their couch, they have an apartment yeah. on base. Yeah. When they drive on to base, they all just have to show their IDs. Maybe they not have to say yeah, anything or maybe. do anything. And then just take him into the apartment and put him on the couch. I mean, he's almost passed out at this point. Like, they could just... Or they could just say he's sick. Yeah. They could have tossed a coat over his head. Also, would the, would like, would the guard at the base really say, like, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to have a sloppy drunk former soldier who is your friend staying on your couch? Like, would they have said that? Or would they just say, oh, poor guy, you know, make sure he get, sleeps it off? Yeah, I, right? I don't think like, this makes any sense. No, you're right. Because he's no it's longer weird. an active... He's not on active duty. No, he's not. He's retired. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is dumb. It is dumb. <clears throat> okay. It's Cut. okay. I'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly... Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. Cut to Olivia and Pop returning to her house and finding a sloshed and stumbling Luke. Oh my god, that's right. Teetering around seen. in the he's living room. Like, oh, what is she thinking? Pop says, Olivia, you have a strange drunk man in your house. And Justine walks in just in time to say, I can explain. I can explain. No, you can't. Justine, I you're 45. Too old for this. Did you ever think at this point in this episode you would be missing Seth too? No. Because I am. <laughs> I never thought that would happen. This Luke character sounds atrocious. I want Seth too back. Yeah. Oh, God. All he needed was like a, was like a baby, yeah. like... Rocking machine. Oh right, because he because he couldn't sleep in a oh, bed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he'd just talk about fish, but yeah. he wouldn't like stumble and slow. Yeah. yeah. He never got All right. So dog. later, maybe the next day, I guess. Maybe it's the next morning. Luke wakes up on Olivia's couch. Pop and Olivia are drinking coffee. Mm. They're pretty good sports about the whole thing. But Luke doesn't remember them. We learned that he just returned from Afghanistan, but he doesn't really want to talk about that, which is fine. Um, Justine offers him a ride, but he says he'd rather walk. Before he leaves, he says what Justine probably considers the most romantic words in the no. world. Thank you for everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I swear. Love language. <laughs> I love language. <laughs> kind of I'm is. sorry. I'm such a jackass. Thank you for everything. Thank you. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh, she's in yeah. love. That's my love language. But Gratitude and appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> you really turned me on. <laughs> this poor woman. It's so true. Oh, she's so bad. She really is. Uh, but he left his crappy jacket behind. Ew! Oh, good. I have another end. Justine, exactly, yeah. finds it, and an envelope labeled Caroline falls out. Uh-oh. So naturally, she opens it and reads her? it. Yeah. Because Justine is the worst. What She's, is wrong with her? Oh, I'll just double check the inside. <laughs> like, what? She opened the seal opened on it. it. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 She opened it and read it. Yeah. She went through his mail. Wow. Okay. So back at the base, Justine is trying to track him down. Cecilia and Ian... Ian who half an hour ago seemed like they were Luke's good friends, are suddenly, like, over him. Like, they've washed their hands mm -hmm. of him. You never know where Luke's going to end up, one of them says. And they don't seem too worried. And they explain to Justine that, ah, he probably skipped town. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just does this. You know. <laughs> this is his thing. Yeah, he gets boring. blind drunk and he disappears. We're not worried. He'll be back. This is yeah. absurd. Good he'll, friends. He'll get in touch when he gets settled, you know. Oh, my God. Good friends. Else. But Justine knows where troubled loners go before they skip town, and she finds Luke down at the water taxi oh my God. Uh, on the pier. 
I think it. I think he shaved. Yeah, he did. Which shave. is good news. I don't know how or how? when or where. Yeah. Some somehow he was able to shave in a gas station uh, bathroom. Yeah, only yeah. But he shaved. Uh, she hands him back his coat and his letter to Caroline, and she claims that it was open when she found it. What is she doing? <laughs> but then she admits that she read it because she thought I could maybe help her something. <laughs> what the? Fuck? If I read it. I could help. I could help you. Oh my god. But she says now she knows why he came back to Cedar Cove. Luke turns and looks at her angrily and with some real menace, I thought. Mm -hmm. And the question, is Justine in danger? End of episode. Oh, That's our cliffhanger. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So she wow. knows why he came back to Cedar Cove, but... We don't yet. We don't yet. We don't. Okay. And he's... A bit uh, dangerous, And he's about to throw her into the water. Yeah, it seems she could, yeah, go off the pier. Holy How man. exciting! Oh, I love my this. love language! <laughs> Sack 2 never threatened to throw me into the water. <laughs> I think I'm in love. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh my god. So there's our A story. There wow. it is. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what a wild ride! So that's that. Uh, to wrap up, we have our five things. Yeah. All right. So one of the things we see in this episode in passing is Grace grumpily checking DVDs back into the Cedar Cove library. <laughs> so Auntie Karen, I thought very cleverly suggested or raised the interesting question: What DVDs do the townsfolk in Cedar Cove like to check out of the library? Oh, no. <laughs> what do they watch? What do they check out? Let's oh speculate. So I was thinking about this in... I was thinking there are two things to keep in mind. One oh is God. that um, it's either stuff, movies that are not on Netflix, or people who are renting these DVDs don't understand how Netflix works. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or they just don't use the internet. Yeah. So they have to use the like internet that. at the library. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I've got one. Yeah, what do you what? got? I immediately thought of the most boring TV show I could think of. What? Yeah. They're checking out seasons upon seasons of the Andy Griffith show. The Andy Griffith <laughs> show? Which I never understood the appeal of, but my sister loved as a child. I liked that show as a child. Now we owe them yeah. some money. Um. <laughs> I, I never got it. Like, what's it I about? don't get it either. I, I, yeah, I don't get I, it. Is it about a kid whose dad is a sheriff and there's a friend who's also a sheriff and they go fishing? Yeah. That's it? Well, and there's Aunt B. Okay. Right? I guess. Don I Knotts know. is involved somehow. Yeah. Don right? Knotts is the, is the sheriff friend, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. And it's Ron Howard who grew up to become one of our yeah. Yeah. more treasured... Hollywood types. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they, they okay. probably are checking. Well, it's, you checking know, it's hearkening back to a simpler time. Yeah. When yeah. people had better values. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't lock their doors. Yeah. And there were no felons about. Yeah. I was thinking, what do my elderly aunt and uncle, who are retired, uh -huh. um, what did they watch before she passed? Um, mm -hmm. And they spent a lot of time watching Planet Earth. Cool. That series. Oh, that um, I, and like I sort that. of feel, and yeah. I mean, no, I think that's actually actually yeah. a pretty good series oh, in its yeah. way. Absolutely. But I sort of feel like older 
PBS documentaries. Yeah, older people might enjoy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Cedar Cove might want to watch Planet Earth. Mm-hmm. What about like front lines from like 1998 to 2007? <laughs> they have, they have, have they released the full front line collection? Yeah, you can get that on DVD at the public library. I'd, I'd check that out. Absolutely. I was thinking Downton like, Abbey. Oh, maybe. Upstairs, downstairs. Wait. Upstairs, downstairs. Is that part of the show? Upstairs, I feel downstairs. like there's a bit too much British stuff, Britishness, Britishness to that, mm-hmm. to appeal to the down home sensibilities uh, of Cedar Cove. Cedar Coveites. I was thinking, kind of um, feel good, slightly off the beaten path movies like Whale Rider. Ooh. Oh, I like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the very first movie that came to mind, and I have no justification for this, I'm not sure I've ever seen it, other than I remember as a kid, my grandma and various aunts and uncles used to talk about how much they loved this movie. The Man from Snowy River. Are you familiar with this movie? I've heard of it, I've never seen it. It just sounds like the perfect library rental movie for people of a certain age. Oh my god. Like, let's get The Man from Snowy River. The Man from Snowy River. It's a wholesome family film. Yeah, what about, like, the the children's version of that is, like, My Side of the Mountain. Or, um, Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh. What's a good horse movie? What does Cowboy Cliff check out? Because we know he checks stuff out. He had those... Louis L'Amour novels or Zane Grey novels, right? Mm-hmm. What would he check out? And he checked out the books about alpaca. Yeah. Westerns. Yeah, I guess, right? John Wayne films? Yeah. Yeah. Or like... Um, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would they have those at a library? Who knows? Or like all of the... Um, uh, uh, um, Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh, Little House on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Oh, I bet I bet Michael Landon stuff actually gets he, checked oh, yeah. out a lot. Yeah, because um, Michael Landon is a treasure. Yeah, highway to heaven. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, next time on No Helmet Required, we'll be discussing season two, episode five. Farewell, listener. We advise you to go through life with a crooked smile and a knowing gaze. Please stay roughly within the law and use your down home common sense. Yay! Yay! Stay roughly within the law 